Drager's car parks itself in the huge Savers Central parking lot. The Savers Central is connected to an enormous mall that fans out behind it. The facade is a clean, light tan color devoid of graffiti and litter. Hey, uh, Drager? Yeah. I think we need, like, an alibi. Like, I'm looking at you and you're, like, all bandaged up and bloody. And what if people ask, like, what just happened to us? Hmm. An alibi. Uh, I fell down some stairs. Fell down some stairs, that's good. There's a lot of stairs where we came from, so that checks out. Right. Yeah, 23 floors worth of concrete stairs. That's, that's no joke. Yeah, that's a lot of stairs. That seems believable. I mean, you know, we, we just moved in. Uh, we're not used to the place. One little misstep and, you know, you can fall for, you know, minutes at a time. Yeah, we were moving and we f- and you fell down some stairs. Well, it's one of the reasons why we need a new bed, because uh, the original one was damaged in the fall. So we got to get a new one. Ah, that's a good call. What kind of bed was it, in case people ask? Uh, we'll, we'll say it was a it was a twin bed, right? It's a small place. We'll tell them it's a twin bed and you fell down some stairs. <laughs> I fell down a lot of a stairs. A lot of stairs. <laughs> yeah, a lot of stairs. You think anybody's going to argue with me if I tell them that straight to their face with a cybernetic iron covered in blood? I don't think so. Good point. I get out of the car and I look around at all the people at the mall and... It sparks a desire in me to get some nice clothes. I eye a guy wearing a fancy suit, and I think that would suit me. I just want different clothes to wrap over my body. I need to shop clean at the very least so eyeballs aren't all over me. Kurt and Drager enter Savers Central. They see rows upon rows of merchandise, from electronics to clothing to furniture to impulse buy knickknacks. People are slowly wandering through the aisles, some with bags, some eating, and some carefully studying products. Overhead is a sign urging shoppers to try experiencing the mall in augmented reality to find more deals. Drager knows it's a ploy to find shoppers more experiences with virtual targeted advertisements. I look for a map of the mall. Drager sees a map kiosk and walks towards it. Kurt follows. I look at the map and I'm overwhelmed by all the options. Drager, you know of a good place to get close? As if on cue, a Saver Central attendant approaches Kurt and Drager. Hi there. Welcome to Saver Central. You guys looking for something in particular? Uh, he fell down some stairs. Um. Yeah. Yeah, we were moving uh, a mattress, and so we need a new mattress. I, I look at Drager to agree with me on the story. I nod heavily. Okay, so you guys are looking for a new mattress then? Yeah, and some clothes because of the fall. You know, you know what I mean. Well, you're in luck because we have to go through clothing before we can get to the furniture and the mattresses. So if you'll follow me, I'll take you straight to clothing first. I give Drager a knowing look like we nailed it. I nod in return and follow the clerk. I follow Drager. This one time, I was helping my friend move, mm-hmm. and we were trying to get his reclining chair down like four flights of stairs. Mm. We were halfway down when the lever got knocked by the guardrail, mm. and the footrest launched my friend straight into the corner. <laughs> Have you ever seen a head wound bleed? Wow. Man, I had no idea. Anyway, we had to abandon the chair in the stairwell so I could take my friend to the hospital. Mm. And that was the last time I ever helped anyone move furniture. Mm. Oh, the clothing section. Here we are. You two have a great day. All right. I see some suits hanging as one color, and then I look over at some other clothes, and when I look back, it's a different color. This catches my eye. 
A clothing attendant pops up behind Kurt. That's a pretty sweet jacket, right? Yeah. It's the newest electrochromic model. You can display anything you want. May I? I recoil, and then I look at him, confused. I'm just going to show you what this jacket can do. Okay. The clothing attendant reaches in the sleeve and folds it back, revealing a small control panel. He taps a few things, slides his finger, and the suit begins to change color. Look, you can see the color gradient here. If you slide your finger across, you'll see that your jacket changes color. On the other side of the aisle, Draeger has begun checking out more practical clothing. Well, I'm looking over leather clothing. The darker, the better, so it can hide. The store has leather dusters, jackets, vests, and pants in both brown and black. I'll grab two pairs of jeans in my size, button-up Oxford-style shirt, a sweater, leather jacket, standard size, like a bomber jacket, with a fluffy collar if they have one. Drager finds a puffy leather bomber jacket with fur along the collar, exactly what he's looking for. Nice. If they have any, uh, beanies or skull caps, I'm gonna grab one of those too. You need layers. Drager locates the beanie section and finds styles that range from one blank color to fancier stylized skull caps with fiber optic dots and trendy symbols, geometric shapes, and circuitry lines. <laughs> LED piping? I'll grab one. And for good measure, I also buy a couple of packs of underwear and socks. Kurt and Drager begin walking towards the main mall entrance. Sir, are you going to be wearing your new clothes out? I think I will. Kurt approaches the exit. Sir, I'm afraid it looks like you have insufficient funds to pay for your merchandise. I look at him, confused. When you walk in, your cred stick is noted, and everything you leave with is automatically deducted from your account. And it looks like your account balance is unable to support your shopping habits. I feel very sad about this. I find a regular blazer, some pants, a button-up shirt, and some fine-looking shoes and put those on. I'm still a bit sad. I have all my clothes in my hands. I walk into the men's bathroom and change in one of the stalls. Excuse me, sir. I'm afraid we don't allow merchandise in the restroom. Oh, no? What's the difference between the changing room and a bathroom stall? What do you think I'm going to do? Flush these socks down the toilet? I don't know. It's just policy. I'm just doing my job. The changing room is literally just like 40 feet that way. Mm-hmm. That's 40 feet I don't have to walk, pal. But all right. Just so you can do your job, I'm going to change in there for you. Thank you. Drager puts on the leather bomber jacket, shirt, beanie, and jeans. He exits the changing room to join Kurt, who is looking sharp in his standard business suit. They then make their way to the exit. 800 new yen is removed from Kurt's account, while 500 is removed from Drager's. They go up three stories to the furniture department and are immediately approached by a furniture salesman. Can I help you guys find anything? We need, uh, we need some beds. Right this way. Over here is an interesting new model we just picked up off the, uh, Gami line. Ribbons of thick yet flexible gray plastic form an insubstantial shape that looks like something between a basket and a mattress. In the middle of the top and bottom is an attached interlocked disc. Now this bed is pretty interesting. You'll see it can fold up. I've only done this a couple of times. The salesman grabs the two discs on the top and bottom and twists them. As he twists, the plastic ribbons begin to fold into themselves. The bed thing turns into a large backpack-sized box of solid, 
tightly wound plastic ribbons. This is great for moving. It's lightweight. It has a two-month warranty, guaranteed not to break. These look perfect. Kurt, what do you think? Yeah, I like them a lot. All right. Okay, so just two twin beds for you. Are you interested in any other furniture? Beds will do for now. Okay, sounds good. I highly recommend purchasing a mattress topper with these beds. Otherwise, the plastic ribbons can dig into your skin. How much is the topper? That's 300 new yen. I look over at Traeger. Topper? It's, It's just to make it softer and more comfortable. All right, I'll get one of those. Okay, so just the beds and the toppers. I have a question. Yes, sir? Uh... Can you tell me where I can find a bulletproof vest? A bulletproof vest? Yeah, we were moving and fell down some stairs. You can try Weapons World. I don't know if they have bulletproof vests, but if any store in the mall does, they would. Okay, great. Kurt and Dreger pick up their purchases and exit the store. 800 new yen is automatically deducted from their accounts. Eight miles south of the city of San Francisco, Hez speeds down the freeway on her motorcycle. I want to really open up the engine on this thing and test my own reaction skills. I head over to the Brisbane racetrack. Hez takes the next exit and pulls into the Brisbane racetrack parking lot. There's a racetrack attendant inside of a drive-up booth near the entrance. Hello. Welcome to the Brisbane Raceway. We're open to the public today. What would you like to do? I'd just like to have a couple hours on the track. Okay. Let's see. It looks like you can have some time in about an hour. Would you like some augmented reality obstacles? Yes, I'd like that a lot. Great. So yeah, you can park right over there, and you'll have the track in an hour. We also have a little snack shack over there for you while you wait. I head over and park my vehicle. I could do with a snack. Stomach rumbling, I head over to the snack shack. Hey, what can I get you? Four Choco Whiz Bars and three Mallow Nut Cups. Okay, uh, that'll be, uh, 20 new yen, please. I hand over my cred stick. The attendant slots her cred stick and returns it to her, along with a small pile of candy. I take a look around. There are well-kept lawns, picnic tables, and trees surrounding heads. I choose a nice hefty tree and lean against it. I unwrap the first bar. I'm pretty happy right now. As Hez waits across town, Kurt and Drager walk through the entrance of Weapons World. The store's dominant colors are olive drab and dark brown. There are cases of pistols, bows, crossbows, and metallic tomahawks. On the other side are even more exotic weapons such as bolas, blowguns, and nets. Kurt walks up to the counter. Welcome to Weapon World. How may I help you? Do you have any bulletproof vests? We got some armor jackets. We got some armor vests. We got some armor clothes. Yes, I'm quite familiar with the standard stuff. I will take a vest. All right. The clerk reaches behind the counter and pulls out a vest. You look like, uh, you know, you look like maybe a large. How much is this item? 500 million, bud. Since I am a new customer, can you give me a discount? Let's say 300 new yen? 300 new yen? Uh, I mean, y'all are new. I do need the business. Well, how about 400? Okay, that sounds reasonable to me. All right. 
It's all yours. Great. I look over at Draeger. You want anything? Uh, just ammunition to keep my guns going. Well, if we're gonna give you some ammunition for your weapon, then I'm gonna need to see some sin. No, that's fine. I'll hold off on buying anything. I'll just look around at all the gear. Sir, I would also like a hundred rounds of ammunition. All right. Same deal, buddy. Sin. I stare at him intently, and I fumble around for my comlink, trying to look as composed as possible. And then I hand him my comlink. The weapons world clerk looks at Kurt's sin, then scans it. He then watches the screen. All right. Checks out. I give a thumbs up to Draeger. I give him an enthusiastic thumbs up back. The clerk reaches under the counter, pulls up two boxes of standard ammunition, and places them in front of Kurt. 200 for the ammo. How about 100 new yen? First time purchase, and I have lots of friends to tell about this. 100 new yen? I already gave you 100 off the vest. I think I've done my good deed for the day. Okay. Well, I'll still tell my friends. You've been very helpful today. Thanks, pal. Word of mouth is how I keep in business. Okay, Hez. Hez. I hear my name and hurriedly shuffle my remaining candy bars and wrappers into my pockets. I grab my motorcycle and get ready to enter the track. Hez pushes her motorcycle to the gate. Okay, Hez. You're going to be on the track for an hour. It'll be 400 new yen. What's the price for two hours? That would be 600 new yen. Let's do two. Okay. The lights above will turn from green to red when your time is up. And I just need you to sign this waiver here, absolving us of all liability. I sign the waiver. You're good to go. I bring my bike into position and prepare to go. Hez brings up her AR display and sees pink neon squares and rectangles, both high and low, shifting left and right on the track. Floating in her upper right field of vision, Hez sees a score, currently at zero. Excited to see what this machine can do, I head off quickly down the track. I push both my bike and myself to my optimum to see what kind of performance I can get out of it. Hez whizzes down the track, dodging most of the AR obstacles in her way. A few hit her and she sees her score reduce in the corner of her vision. She begins looking further and further down the track, anticipating the movement of the blocks. As the first hour passes, she finds a rhythm of snap decision and reactions. She rides the bleeding edge of what she is perceiving and how she reacts to it, with no time for conscious thought. After a full day of shopping for clothing, furniture, groceries, and household basics, Kurt and Drager walk up the final flight of stairs to their apartment on the 27th floor. Man, life on the outside is hard. How are you holding up, Drager? I was just, you know, one step at a time. Yeah. I just want to lay down. Opening the door from the stairwell, they see three rough-looking guys approaching. The hallway is too narrow for everyone to pass at once, and the approaching men make no attempt to get out of the way. They spread out and block Kurt and Drager from going any farther. The guy in the lead has on a denim vest, one has a purple mohawk, and the last guy has holes ripped in his jeans. The man in the denim vest speaks. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey there. I haven't seen you guys before. You new here? (sighs) Yeah, we just moved in. Oh, 
Can we help you guys set up your room? No, I think I'm good. Yeah, you just leave us be. Uh, it's a lot of stairs. Yeah, it sure is. What you got there? Some clothes? Some, uh... What are those plastic things you're holding? You know, those boxes. They're beds. Yeah, they, they fold. Folding beds. That's cool. That sounds really cool. Let me see the bed. I pull the bed away from him as he tries to reach for it. Look, man. We don't know you. And we've had a long day. So if you just leave us be... Maybe we can acquaint ourselves some other time. How about we get acquainted now? What are your names? I'm Kurt. My name's Dre. All right, Kurt and Dre. My name's Philip. Welcome to the neighborhood. Guys, let's let these gentlemen pass. It's late and they have to set up their wonderful new nest together. The three men step aside and flatten themselves against a wall so Kurt and Drager can pass. As they do so, the three men never break eye contact. Oh, they look so tuckered out. Another time, Philip. Yeah, nice to meet you, Philip. We'll be seeing you real soon. The three men watch Kurt and Drager as they enter their apartment. I flop my bed on the floor and all my clothes. I fold out my bed and drop my clothes in a pile next to the mattress and flop down and go to sleep. (sighs) I guess we're home now, Drager. For now, Kurt, for now. Get some rest. And watch that door, too, if you wouldn't mind. Just in case Philip and his buddies come back. (sighs) Yeah. I eye the door as I fold out my bed and lay on it. Patrons have access to the extended producer's cut of this episode, as well as an extended cut of episode 14, the 27th floor. Hear the episode as it was meant to be heard, including extra scenes like this one. Right here is light and dark, so you can change how light and dark the color is. Over here is the color modulating option, so your suit will slowly change color over time. I have the store comm link linked up. Check this out. And this one. Sir. Mm. Your friend. Is he, uh, not from around here? Is he okay? He doesn't seem to understand how dressing rooms work. He's been out of town for a while. He's been out of town for a while. Okay. I'll just keep an eye on him. Please. And this one. Excuse me, sir. The dressing rooms are right back there. Can I walk you to them? I look over at him, confused, holding the pants. Sir, can you just... Can you just pull your pants up really quick? Your support helps create better-sounding, more frequent episodes with the possibility of concurrent hypercuts from different roleplay games in the future, featuring new characters and game masters. Please, consider supporting Sonic Realms at Patreon.com. On top of helping the show, 10% of every donation goes to Doctors Without Borders. You can help save real lives while listening to imaginary ones. Game Mastering and Narration by Paul Greenleaf. Drager is played by Marcus Freeman. Kurt is played by Chris Tommaso. Hez is played by Torvald Tempestus. Additional voices by Cassie Polehammer, Michael Bond IV, Gabriel Weber, Maxwell Romans, Jackson Chalinor, Ellis Reed, Chris Dimily, Damian Sidlow, Editing, arrangement, original music, and production by Paul Greenleaf. 
For more story, character details, production notes, and how to support Sonic Realms, please visit sonicrealmspodcast.com. To learn more about the world of Shadowrun, visit shadowrun.com and shadowruntabletop.com. The Tops Company, Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logo, artwork, marks, photographs, sounds, audio, video, and or any proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company, Inc. has granted permission to Sonic Realms to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or any proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with Sonic Realms in any official capacity whatsoever. All other works mentioned in the podcast are the property of their respective owners. Original content of the Sonic Realms podcast is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 unported and share-like license. If you use any part of the show, please credit Sonic Realms. And hey, thanks for listening. Oh, you know, just put that review anywhere. That's great. You're great.